0: Okay, we promised we would stay on this story, and there have been some significant developments when it comes to long term care in the province. In a press conference earlier today, the unions representing long term care workers in Ontario calling for the end of for profit facilities. Candace Renwick is the Secretary Treasurer with CUPE Ontario and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Candace, good afternoon. Thanks for your time.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeff.
0: First off, uh, why is your union, QP, along with Unifor, why are you calling for the end of for-profit long-term care homes?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, we believe that every uh, available public dollar that goes into long-term care must go towards enhancing the quality of life for seniors who call these facilities their home and towards the working conditions of the staff who provide that care. There's a crisis of care at the bedside. There is absolutely no room for profit.
0: Why is it that uh, profit homes have been problematic?
1: Well, I mean, I think if you just look over uh, the last couple of months in the COVID pandemic, we know that uh, the vast majority of the homes that were hardest hit, in fact, 13 out of 15 of the most uh, hardest hit homes where we saw the most residents' deaths, uh, were for-profit facilities. The Canadian Armed Forces report that came out, 91% of those recommendations came directly from for-profit facilities. Uh, I don't think there's uh, much argument from those that are paying attention that uh, the for-profit homes, uh, you know, were the hardest hit and provide the lowest uh, amount of staff in the facilities.
0: Yeah. Is it your belief, have you found, have you heard from your members that your members are not treated as well as those that to work in the public homes? And I'm talking about management right through to uh, wages and earnings and also that they were not maybe given the adequate uh, PPE during the uh, pandemic, which, of course, uh, continues uh, as, say, their public counterparts were?
1: Yeah, I think it was an across-the-board systemic issue. All facilities in the province have been impacted by this crisis. But, yes, absolutely, we've heard that in the for-profit homes, it was more difficult to access PPE. There was less staffing available, less and no training for people brought in to fill shifts because there wasn't staff available. Uh, There is no question that the for-profit homes have been hit the hardest, and that's what we're hearing directly from our members as well.
0: And I'm thinking, well, I was going to ask you that hearing from your members, is this a grassroots movement? Is this something that you, the union, you have heard from uh, members, from personal support workers, the feet on the ground, and that uh, this is something that they're demanding, you're acting on uh, their requests
1: Members have been ringing the alarm bells about the crisis of care at the bedside for well over a decade. Those cries have fallen completely on deaf ears. We have had a a renewed opportunity, unfortunately, with this crisis, this health crisis that, uh, you know, presented us through COVID. And we don't want uh, people to forget about this issue. The crisis still exists. As we start to go back to our normal lives, the people living and working in long-term care are still suffering uh, a lot and they need our help.
0: Have you been able to have a dialogue with the Ford government at all, and have you uh, heard from them the changes that they're willing to make, and are they reaching out to you, your union, and members to uh, hear uh, their experiences so that uh, truly some some much-needed change can occur?
1: We don't feel like we've had meaningful consultation with the Ford government. We get uh, last-minute phone calls that say be on a call in 15 minutes, and we get a 15-minute update or a heads-up about an announcement that's coming. Uh, We don't feel like we have meaningful opportunity to engage with this government. We're eagerly awaiting the staffing advisory panel uh, recommendation and report that should be coming out at the end of this month. Um, But I put to the Minister of Long-Term Care's Chief of Staff as recent as last week Is the government prepared to put a moratorium in place on Uh, The further, no more expansion of for-profit beds in the province, and unfortunately the answer was no. So they are not at a place where they believe that uh, this needs to happen, which is why we need the public support more than ever to force this government into a place that understands there is no room to make profit when our seniors are suffering. And it's why we're asking people to join our campaign, lend their voice, and go to carenotprofits.ca to have their voices heard.
0: What is the government's argument when it comes to for-profit to long-term care facilities? Do they believe it's just a case of uh, better regulation to make sure that they're meeting standards and that for-profit, if they do that, that they can be sustainable?
1: Well, look, for-profit long-term care has become a booming, lucrative business in the province of Ontario. Uh, Well more than half of the beds that are owned and operated uh, in the province are in the for-profit sector. There's a very aggressive and intensive Uh, lobby behind the owners of these for-profit organizations and the people who are making millions and millions of dollars. So I'm sure there is a lot of pressure on the government and others to make sure that these homes stay in place, which is why we need an equal amount of pressure for those of us who care about our loved ones and the quality that they're receiving in these homes to push back and say, no, this has to end. There is no room for 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 for-profit and long-term care, and we cannot allow long-term care of our loved ones to be treated as a business and an industry.
0: The shift uh, to away from for-profit facilities or to end for-profit long-term care homes, would that accomplish a couple of things in the union's estimation? One is that uh, your members would have adequate and ample PPE during uh, the pandemic and moving forward end as well, would it also end, and you know, we've talked about this, and this is certainly surfaced during the pandemic and this crisis with long-term care homes, the need for these personal support workers in for-profit homes to be working at more than one facility to make a living wage?
1: The PPE question has been across the board, so we are uh, hopeful that the government has heard the cries of frontline workers and has taken uh, steps to get adequate protection equipment available. We know that Uh, The more superior products are still under lock and key, so that's an issue that we're still trying to address. But on the quality, we need to start to value the lives of people living and working in long-term care. People, uh, this is not a high-paying job. People can barely provide for their families working in one job, which is why they have to go and work in multiple other facilities. So yes, taking profit out would go a long way in terms of allowing facilities to increase uh, the wages of their workers create more full-time jobs instead of three-quarters of the jobs being part-time and then people being forced to go and work in multiple facilities just to make ends meet for their family.
0: All right, we will leave it there for now. Candace I really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you, Jeff. All right, Candace Renwick, she's the Secretary-Treasurer with CUPE Ontario. As you just heard, CUPE, along with Unifor, both unions joining forces earlier today calling for the end of for-profit long-term care homes.